Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Halfway through the week already. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Strange that the uh, Senate trial proceedings are not being broadcast. I mean, so the grandstanding. We're not even going to, we're not going to get to witness everybody showing off for the camera. That's, that's just, that's almost un-American. How can that be? Uh, but uh, day one kicked off yesterday. Day two, obviously, uh, today, later on. Um, some great tweets from some political CNN reporter tweeted this. Senators on the floor are sworn to silence and, silence and have no electronic devices. So how is this senator tweeting? I do believe he's speaking of uh, Ted Cruz there. Uh-oh. Did he sneak in a phone? Is he willing to go to prison? <laughs> or is the tweet from someone other than Cruz? Jack, you should investigate. Oh, shut up, Joe Lo- Lockhart of Politico. Pathetic. You should investigate. Who is that? So we realized, I mean, because we don't even know where Joe Lockhart comes from or who he works for. That's why no, it's we said the uh, Politico CNN, it is Politico. Though. Yeah. Uh, so here's what uh, Ted Cruz responded. <laughs> Come and take it. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, if, if you're uh, listening to the podcast, it's a picture of, the, of that uh, Come and Take It flag. But instead of the cannon, it's a cell phone. <laughs> That's genius. Love that. That is genius. Yep. Come and take. That's it. my senator, y'all. <laughs> it's so great. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Now, see if he was doing that kind of stuff during the primary in twenty sixteen. Maybe he's president today. But uh, I mean, because that's the kind of thing that can connect with people. Uh, all right. Also, impeachment uh, of. This president is never going to end. We all know that. Uh, this is just the first round. <laughs> it's just nonstop. And they've told us all along. It's nonstop. So here's Adam Schiff talking about the president not being innocent because he's one of the he's one of the wonderful, uh, what do they call him? The, he's not a prosecutor. He's the uh, manager. He's oh. one of the big house managers. Here's what he had to say. Let me be blunt. Please. Let me be very blunt. Right now, a great many, perhaps even most Americans, do not believe there will be a fair trial. They don't believe that the Senate will be impartial. Mm -hmm. They believe that the result is pre-cooked. The president will be acquitted. Not because he is innocent. He is not. Whoa, 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 wait. But because the senators will vote by party and he has the votes. The votes to prevent the evidence from Pause coming out. Pause it for a second. You know, he just asked for a fair trial hmm. and then goes and says that the president is not innocent. Yeah. <laughs> he is the prosecutor, though. So he's going to say that. Uh, roll that back a little bit because he, I mean, this is unbelievable uh, start to finish. Uh, go back maybe 10 or 15 seconds here. I believe there will be a fair trial. Okay. They don't believe that the Senate will be impartial. <laughs> uh-huh. They believe that the result is pre-cooked. You mean, okay, so... The president will be... Acqu- the Senate may not be impartial, kind of like, 
I don't know, the House Democrats weren't impartial. They even admitted, no, I'm not, I'm not impartial. Some of them, anyway. Uh, they can't possibly try to pass off the fact that they were, when this went straight down their party line, except for some defections to the Republican side, they had almost unanimous condemnation of this president. So, I mean, <laughs> is the pot calling the kettle black there? Uh, let's hear the rest of this, if we can stomach it. This pre-cooked. The president will be acquitted. Not because he is innocent. He is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but because the senators will vote by party and he has the votes. The votes to prevent the evidence from that coming didn't out. happen in the House. The votes to make sure the public never sees it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's agonizing. This guy, I can't take it. I can't take it from this guy. Yeah, I thought we were done with you. You're supposed to be over in the house. <laughs> right. It's just uh, agonizing. And it was on TV. Uh, I just don't know that they're, they're just not doing wall-to-wall coverage, it seems like they did with the house. I think there's some different rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got Pat Cipollone. Very difficult to sit there and listen to Schiff <laughs> tell the tale he just told. And it is. Here's, here's uh, Cipollone summing it's it up. It's very difficult to sit there and listen to Mr. Schiff Mm. tell the tale that he just told. Let's remember how we all got here. Okay. Please. They made false allegations about a telephone call. Uh The President of the United States declassified that telephone call and released it to the public. Mm. How's that for transparency? (laughs) When Mr. Schiff found out that there, were not, there was nothing to his allegations, he focused on the second telephone call. He made false, and his colleagues made false allegations about that second telephone call that occurred before the one he had demanded. So the President of the United States declassified mm-hmm. and released that telephone call. Still nothing. Again, complete transparency in a way that, frankly, I'm unfamiliar with any precedent of any president of the United States releasing a classified telephone call with a foreign leader. Huh. Yeah. I mean, some good points there. And it's all true. And it's provable. And so uh, let's move on. Let's have the vote and let's move on. But we're not going to, of course. In fact, uh, Mitch McConnell is softening his stance on the rules already. Why? Because that's what Republicans do. Every time they can, you know, they can enforce their will, they neglect to do it. I, I I don't know why. They're just such pansies that they just can't stick to their they can't stick to their guns and i mean that not in an actual gun no way, of no, no that would be whoa. that would be uh, violent rhetoric <laughs> but uh he's also backing off some of the proposed rules and he's easing plans for a two-day schedule and agreeing that the house evidence will be included he acted after protests from Democrat senators and like three Republicans. Tell him to shut up and sit down and let's move on. 
When did when were any concessions made for the Republicans in the House tr- in the House hearing? There was there were no concessions for the minority. Every time Republicans do this, every single time. Yeah, remember uh, that the uh, frustrating. So the GOP couldn't call their own witnesses. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now in the Senate, it's exactly the opposite. They're like, well, why don't you bring witnesses? Oh my gosh. You act like this is a new idea. Yeah. It's so maddening. You're it, absolutely right. It is. So it, rather than standing up and saying, no, we're not going to do that. We're not doing it. You didn't do it. <laughs> you didn't call a single witness Republicans wanted. Then just, that's what they should be saying right now. Yes. They should just be saying. They don't. They never do. We should, we're just following the same blueprint that you introduced to us right. in the house. Instead, they capitulate. <laughs> they continually capitulate. So it, do you think they're going to do this? you think they're going to have the witnesses and stuff? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I do. Hmm. If they don't, it will be a miracle. An absolute miracle. Because they just don't have the giblets to stand their ground and say, shut up. We're doing the same thing to you that you did to us in the house. It's, it's amazing how they're constantly saying, it's so... Uh, 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 um, uh, one party rule over here, and, and yeah, they're partisan. saying all the partisan. So and, partisan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And exactly unprecedented. We're hearing that all the time. Unprecedented. You just did it three weeks ago. What are you talking about? So ridiculous. <laughs> you just did this same thing. So instead of sticking to that and showing that they have a, a pair of giblets, uh, they capitulate every single time. In fact, right now, they're talking about doing a, a witness swap. Okay. We'll give you John Bolton if you give us Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. Would you? Could you? Please? Maybe consider it. Think about that. Mm. (laughs) They don't have to do this. They're in the majority. And if there are four Republicans, twist their arms and let them know it's unacceptable for you guys to split from the party right now. There's too much at stake. And we got to get back to the business let us get back to business for the American people. I got to go back to work for the American people. That's what Bill did every single time. Well, I got to get back to work for the American people. Just tell that to him. No, we're not wasting. We're not going to waste months on this or six weeks even. Plus, you've got a bunch of candidates that need to be out on the campaign trail. Uh, we're tossing this out. Yeah, that's one of the points that uh, Cipollone made yesterday is that um, they're they're keeping... Americans from from having these uh, senators campaign yep. in Iowa, right? And he said something, and I forgot to look this up. That somewhere buried in there in this, if he's convicted, he can't. Uh, Trump can't be on the 2020 ballot. Did I hear that wrong when he said that? I, uh, really I didn't hear him say that. Got to look that up. Um, that can't be. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I gotta look that up. I totally forgot. But that's what it sounded like that he was saying. Um, so Jeez. anyhow, yeah. So, uh, several Senate Democrats are privately discussing the possibility of calling Republicans bluff on witnesses, weighing an unusual trade of Hunter Biden uh, for, you know, um, Joe Bolt- John Bolton. Most Democrats have scoffed at that, but uh, because they're dismissing Joe Biden's testimony as, or his son's testimony as irrelevant, it certainly isn't irrelevant, and they know it. Just 
They continually lie and they continually get away with it because they've got the media on their side. So they, they don't have to tell the truth. They really don't. And, and they don't tell the truth. Uh, 888-933-93. Chris Coons, Senator Chris Coons said, if you want to give Joe Biden an opportunity to sit in the well of the Senate and answer the question, do you think the president acted appropriately? Go right ahead. Yeah, that's not what, the, that's not what they're going to ask him. <laughs> that is not what they're going to ask him. I can't imagine a person more comfortable in the well of the Senate than a man who spent 36 years here as a, as a United States senator. No, put him there under oath and ask him the question, did you really know nothing about your son's activities in Ukraine? You never discussed it with him? Please. <laughs> you really expect us to believe that? Uh, that's a that's a fairy tale, man. <laughs> Just like the black person who's good-looking... A storybook, that's what it was, not a fairy tale. <laughs> the good-looking, uh, well-spoken... Clean uh, and articulate. Clean, <laughs> clean, articulate black man. That's that's a storybook or a fairy tale. Storybook. Uh, un- it's it's unbelievable. And it just gets more frustrating every single every single day. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We are uh, really happy to uh, welcome Ruff Greens. R-U-F-F Greens. Uh, to the show as a sponsor. You know, dry dog food has to have a two to three year, two to three year shelf life. So dry dog manufacturers, uh, dry dog food. <laughs> Nobody is freeze drying dogs as far as I know. I don't, I don't think that's happening yet. Uh, but dry dog food manufacturers sterilize the food when they make it. So they have to kill anything that might be alive in your pet's food. You know, and, and that kills some good stuff that would be there, like probiotics, enzymes, vitamins, healthy microbacteria, all the things your dog needs but doesn't get from their food because it's essentially dead food. So that's why we're really happy to have found uh, Rough Greens Vitasmart. First of all, it's not dog food. It's a healthy supplement that puts your dog's food, all of the, uh, puts into it all of the live nutrients necessary for really good dog health. It has things like omega-3, omega-6, omega-9, probiotics, enzymes, the vitamins, all put back into your dog's food. So no matter whether you feed your dog the most expensive dog food on the on the market or you, you make it yourself at home somewhere or somewhere in between, Rough Greens Vitasmart will make your dog's food better. If you want to see your dog thrive again, just go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F, like, you know, the bark. Rough uh, roughgreens.com slash blaze that's r-u-f-f greens.com slash blaze or call 833 my dog 33 pat gray unleashed triple eight 933 also at pat unleashed on twitter so you know everything we suspected was going to happen in the in the Republican controlled Senate is pretty much happening. They just they never press their advantage. It's like, oh, that's that's not fair. Weak. Oh no, there's they don't have as many people as we do right now. So it would be really unfair to just, you know, in, enforce our will. Um <laughs> it'd be too mean if we did that back to we we follow the golden rule. Well, I mean that's great. Except in politics sometimes. And there's 
there's nothing sinful about pressing your advantage. It just makes sense in politics uh, to do that, but uh, they just they just choose not to over and over and over again. So Chief Justice uh, Roberts admonished both sides at the trial yesterday uh, after it erupted into a shouting match. Keep in mind, they're supposed to remain silent as the grave, uh, but here they are getting chastised. I think it is appropriate at this point for me to admonish uh, both the House managers and the President's counsel in equal terms uh, to remember that they are addressing the world's greatest deliberative body, One reason it has earned that title is because its members avoid speaking in a manner and using language that is not conducive to Mm. civil discourse. Um, Mm -hmm. In the 1905 Swain trial, a senator objected when one of the managers used the word pettifogging, and the presiding officer said the word ought not to have been used. I don't think we need to aspire to that highest standard, but I do think those Don't pause it for a second. I don't want to hear the word pettifogging either. If you use the word pettifogging, I say you go directly to jail. Uh, And we leave you there forever. We throw away the key. Pettifogging. Pettifogging. Are we going to be censored here for that? Um, (laughs) Placing undue (laughs) emphasis on petty details. Pettifogging. Oh, okay. Uh, did he have more to say about the pettifogging uh, incident? Use the word pettifogging. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There you go. And the <laughs> presiding officer said the word ought not to have been used. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I don't think we need to aspire nope. to that highest no. standard. Well, I think we Why do. Not? I do think those uh, think addressing the Senate should remember where they are. Wow. Okay. Remember where you are, kids. Thanks for that Obamacare ruling, by the way. Um, my goodness. Jeez. So don't be using words like that. Man. I think we should use the word pettifogging. Yeah. Uh, I think let's, the trial work, would be. Let's work that into there. Not only pettifogging, but there's some other words we should be using. Like, uh, Oh, yeah. Somebody sent this to us. Pat had sent I've, us this list. I love this list. And, there, and thank you for it. Yeah. There's a 20 words uh, we need to bring back. Old words. <laughs> and pettifogging, not on there, apparently. Probably mobly. Uh, we need to bring that. We need to bring that into the uh, discussion in the Senate. <laughs> Neither well nor unwell. You're frobbly mobbly. Yeah, totally. It's an 18th century. So we haven't been saying frobbly mobbly yeah. uh, uh, since the 1700s. Instead of saying you're so so, you're frobbly mobbly. Frobbly mobbly. Lance Prasado. That's a mouthful. Someone who always conveniently shows up with no money. Uh, we all have friends like that, don't we? They reach for their wallet. And, oh, I oh, left him in my, ah, my wallet's in my other pants. All right. That's Lance Prasado. Got I'm it. Lance Prasado today. <laughs> All right. That should be somebody's <laughs> Twitter handle, Lance Prasado. <laughs> uh, Kelly Piggin? Sure. Kelly Piggian? Piggy? Yeah, I don't know. C- yeah, see, it's spelled out there. C-A-L-I-P-Y-G-I-A-N. Having beautiful, well-shaped buttocks. <laughs> oh, and we actually have an example for you. Why can't you just say, yeah, you got a nice butt? It's <laughs> a lot quicker to that's, the point there. Uh, it's fascinating. Kelly Kelly, okay, guys, work that in with your wives today. Boy, you and your Kelly Piggian. <laughs> that's not going to sound so good. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, ultra crepidarian. Crepidarian. Sure. Ultra crepidarian. Ultra crepidarian. This is why we got rid of these words because they suck. Uh, they're difficult, very difficult to say. Somebody who gives opinions on subjects they know nothing about. Oh, AOC? Come to mind? No, uh, she does. <laughs> Twaddling? Oh, no. 
gossiping idly about unimportant things. That's from the 1500s. We don't want that in the Senate. Twatling. What if you're? What if you were to? Uh, let's say Ted Cruz gets up and snolly gosters. Um, he would be in a, a shrewd, unprincipled person, and of course, that's not going to be Ted Cruz, especially a politician. Snolly goster. Now that would be um, Elizabeth Warren. Wow. Uh, Grumbletonians. Oh, totally. That's me right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Keith is a Grumbletonian. Yeah. People who are angry or unhappy with their government. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philo globalized. <laughs> Philo globalized. Wow. Is this legal? Having a hangover. Oh, okay. But without admitting to actually drinking. <laughs> Yes. How can yes. you be hungover if you haven't been drinking? Uh, no, that, that's trying to that's trying to act like you don't have a hangover. No, I'm fine. I'm good. Gruff feeling is to lie wrapped up and in a comfortable manner. Hmm. Okay. Ut sier, lying awake and worrying about the day ahead. I think oh, we've oh, all probably night. done that a time or two. Every night. Oh, cacistocracy. Cacistocracy. We've talked yep. about cacistocracy. Yep. That's, that's what we're living under. Yep. A cacistocracy <clears throat> is a government by the least qualified or worst, worst people. <laughs> cacistocracy. Wow. Yep. Maxine Waters, how are you doing? Perindonate to put off until uh, the day after tomorrow. <laughs> it was so specific. You're, that is you're procrastinating, but it, I guess there's a specific, specific time period for it. <laughs> okay. Weird. <clears throat> uh, Dysania, extreme difficulty getting out of bed in the morning. No. I definitely have Dysania. Every morning. This morning uh, especially. Yeah, this morning <laughs> I must have turned off my alarm in my sleep because I I looked, I woke up an hour later. So at 4.30 I wake up and I look over and why did my alarm go off? Hmm. But I did set it last night. Wow. Yeah. See, that happens. That happened to me once. 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 Oh, Martin says once that happened to him. Once. Uh-huh. A, maybe yeah, twice. Maybe. Once uh, is apparently a synonym for a dozen times. Uh, peg puff. Peg. Young woman with the manners of an old one. <laughs> I don't. Is that bad? Groke. Someone who stares at you while you eat, hoping you'll share. Oh, Jeffy does that all the time yeah, around all here. All the time. He's a groke. Uh, shivingness, the uncomfortable feeling of wearing new underwear. <laughs> you don't have that problem with Tommy John, I'll tell you that. That's right. <laughs> Fudgel, pretending to work while actually doing nothing. Oh, I think our resident groke. Cacoeths, uh, irresistible urge to do something inadvisable. <laughs> uh, again, <laughs> that's Jeffy. Slug a bed. A person who stays in bed after the usual or proper time to get up. <laughs> and ablagurition, ablagurition, sure. spending lavish amounts of money on food. Uh-huh. All, All of right. those should be incorporated into the Senate trial somehow. <laughs> or today's program. That reminds me, when are we going to do our lunch? I still owe you guys lunch. I'm waiting for Stu to give me like a vegetarian-friendly locale. Hmm. I say we go to a meat-friendly locale, and he can have some lettuce. Uh, they usually serve lettuce at uh, any specific place at a in meat mind. Place. Uh, yeah, I've I've suggested several. I'm trying to get you Perry's. Off of that Perry's Steakhouse, <laughs> where it's like you know fifty bucks uh, for a napkin, mm. but it's a delicious napkin. You have to admit. Oh, is it edible napkin? Yes. Oh, well, now yeah, I'm edible. intrigued. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right. So 
anyway, Chief Justice Roberts uh, brought up that what was the first word that set this off? Let's go back uh, to that. Petty fogging. Petty, petty fogging. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, placing undue <clears throat> emphasis on petty details. So his point was that even back in 1905, they were so... Uh, they were so subtle and, and somber, and, and it was such a sacred ceremony in the Senate that they couldn't even say the word pettifogging, mm-hmm. let alone yell and scream at each other. So uh, we'll see how that works in the uh, coming days, weeks, and months of this stinking trial, because I really believe now uh, if Mitch McConnell's already caving in to the demands of the Democrats, which he doesn't have to do, uh, you know this is going to be drawn out for a good long time. Uh, 888-933-93. Somebody who's under no obligation to be anywhere near this uh, Senate trial is Pete Buttigieg since he's just a mayor <laughs> of a uh, small to medium town in, in America. Uh, he's out on the campaign trail while some of these senators are now stuck uh, in the well of the Senate. But Buttigieg had a really nice moment yesterday. Uh, do you remember what happened to uh, uh, Jeb Bush during the election when he, I don't know, he said something he thought was powerful and everybody just sat there? To get back in the business of creating a more peaceful world. Please clap. <laughs> that might have ended his candidacy right there. I think everybody was so embarrassed for him, they are like, okay, no. No, he was already done at that point. His candidacy mm. collapsed when um, when he came out against uh, Trump's immigration stuff in Trump's first speech. Yeah. That's where I placed Jeb's the... always been terrible on the border. <laughs> always. Uh, but Pete Buttigieg had a little moment like that yesterday. That's kind of fun. Here's Pete. By having better hands guided by better values uh-huh. on those pulleys and levers of American government. So can I look to you to spread that sense of hope to those that you know? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I want to revisit that laugh of his again. Can we hear that again? I want to hear his laugh. Let's do that. Come on. <laughs> okay, that, sounds, that sounds mildly familiar. Uh, reminds me of somebody else. Uh. <laughs> Literally, it's the same laugh. Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons. Very close. Pete Buttigieg and Krusty the Clown. Have you ever seen them together? Yeah. You've, have you seen them together in the same place? Uh, no, no you actually, have not. I have not. No. I, ha- I just saw both of them, but not. You're right. right. They, it wasn't together. They mm-hmm. did not share the screen. I guess you could do a side-by-side, but that doesn't mean anything because there's modern technology now, and we can trick you with anything. I mean, that's Snolly Goster. Tell you what, <laughs> Pete Buttigieg, him and his little crusty. And the Snolly Goster is, is Oh, that's what a again? shrewd, unprincipled person, especially a right. politician. Okay. I mean, you know this. We, we brought it back. I mean, I brought it back because I'm a Grumbletonian. Which we established. Uh, Angry or unhappy decisively. with my government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Joe Biden had a, a nice moment yesterday when he didn't have to ask anybody to uh, to be nice to him, to cheer him, to be excited about him. <laughs> Somebody just was very excited to see him naturally. Weird person. Uh, in the elevator. Great. I love you. Thank you. I do. You're like Thank my favorite of my father. Thank you so much. What's so your name? Jacqueline. You got a camera? I As do. we get out, we'll take one, okay? You are awesome. Oh, my God. You got a camera? What are you wearing Somebody right now? Somebody likes me. <laughs> oh, 
he's got a nuts. moment with Jacqueline. Look at that. Aww. That's wonderful. Seriously. I mean, he was stunned. You got to know. <laughs> Wait. Somebody does want to get a picture with me? Wait. You like you? Huh? You like me? Are, is there anybody else here behind me? What do you like me? You really like me. That was a that was a nice moment for yeah. Joe. I'm and glad boy, he got he's that. so grateful the cameras were rolling too. <laughs> that's that's why. Yeah. I mean, that's why he sort of soaked in that moment. Now, if if there had been nobody around, would Joe Biden may might have still yeah, done? I'm sure I don't know. He would have, but he loves that it was. Uh, oh yeah, already on tape. Oh yeah, that was a classic moment for uh, a selfie like that together. It was a beautiful time. Uh, he still is, uh, by the way, hanging on to the lead in in Iowa, mm-hmm. at least according to some polls. Now, there were polls a few months ago that had Pete Buttigieg up by, I don't know, double digits for a while. And now I think he's overcome all that, and he's back in the lead, and, and I think probably the favorite uh, to win in Iowa. So if he wins Iowa uh, and shows really well in New Hampshire, like a... Fr- Second, third, after probably after both uh, Elizabeth Warren and, and Bernie Sanders, he's in pretty good shape to take the nomination and end this thing a little bit earlier than everybody anticipates. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Grand Leash coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Kristen tweets, "Come on, guys, enough with the malarkey." <laughs> Here's another great word <laughs> from now, the past. Well, well, wait a minute now. Joe Biden's got his oh, no yeah. malarkey tour. I know he loves it. He loves these old phrases. He's hip. I, I think he needs a he needs to change the name of his tour. Maybe I can find a, a word for him from this list here. Get back to you. All right. Uh, Flippant and angry tweets, Joe Biden's logic. Hunter is my only living son. He's everything to me. I just simply take no interest in his life, which is why I know nothing about Burisma. (laughs) That is about the logic uh, that he employs. Jeffy's impeached liver tweets, maybe Joe Biden had a point when he challenged people to to a push-up contest. We need to elect real men with a spine to the Senate instead of jellyfish like Mitch McConnell. (laughs) Don't petty fog tweets. (laughs) The Republicans have to be fair. Otherwise, the Dems won't like them. It's true. It is true. The uh, Just a little note to Republicans, as pointed out uh, by uh, Don't Petty Fog. The Democrats will never like you, no matter what you do. There's just no way to get the Democrats to like you. There's no way to get the mainstream media to like you. They will use you, just like they did uh, John McCain back in 2008. Oh, while he was running against the other Republicans who were much more conservative than he was, they loved him. Oh, he was great. He's a war hero. He's fantastic. He's a maverick, my friends. And then as soon as he came to the general election against Obama, he was the worst person on earth. <laughs> I mean, that's how it happens every single time. You can't be friends with these people. I know you want to be, but they're, they're not going to let you into their little fraternity. A uh, fat lump of goo tweets, I had dysania, then my wife put her ice feet on my back. <laughs> Got out of bed quickly. <laughs> De Silva uh, tweets, can I introduce a term? Jeffy fogging. When one pays attention to no details, unless they're found on a menu. 
I've been known to Jeffy Fog from time to time. Yeah. Well, me too. Yeah, we actually. do. That. Like every day, if you can call every day time to time. <laughs> uh, some fascinating stuff in this uh, Hillary Clinton documentary that's coming up soon. Uh, some director just did a, a documentary on Hillary. Oh, yay. And uh, some of the uh, wonderful things we're going to find out is that she really doesn't like Bernie Sanders. Yeah, we're not talking frobbly mobbly. No, no, she has definite feelings Mm -hmm. uh, against him. Her thing was nobody will work with him and nobody likes him. (laughs) Well, wait, is she talking about herself or someone else there? (laughs) I mean, that could apply to her Uh as well, but I believe it's probably true about Bernie as well. Yeah. You know, how many times have we talked about how unlikable that guy is? Except for uh, millennials. Uh, For some reason... If you're under the age of 40, you seem to be in love with him. I, I don't so get that. Weird. I can't. I, okay. She said uh, he was in Congress for years. He had one senator support him. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to work with him. He got nothing done. Uh, he was a career politician. It's all just baloney. And I feel so bad that people got sucked into it. Wow. I mean, that's. I'm sure she feels that way. It's just, it's unusual for her. Them to express that. I wonder kind who of the stuff. senator was that that she's talking to that worked with him. Uh, I wonder if she's talking about during his campaign that one senator endorsed him. Is that what you meant? I don't know. By that, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. But the person who's really coming on strong apparently is a- Amy Klobuchar. Uh, she's got clomentum now. <laughs> a new term has been has been coined by the Washington yes, Examiner. <laughs> clomentum. <laughs> I mean, it's not on the level as uh, mesomentum. No, because nothing could be that could be. incredible. Uh, Amy Klobuchar isn't usually mentioned in the same breath as a top-tier 2020 Democrat, <laughs> like Biden or Buttigieg or Sanders, Warren. But she's poised for a breakout in the nominating contest because after stumbling during the Iowa debate, uh, the Minnesota senator is getting enough good news that voters seeking the most electable person to challenge Trump are giving her a second look. Oh. She just got the kind of dual. She got a co-endorsement uh, from the New York Times. They endorsed Cop-o. both the women in it, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. Two weeks out from the first in the nation caucus, Klobuchar was anointed the New York Times presidential candidate of choice alongside Warren, as we said. Now, Warren is 70. Klobuchar is only 59. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also broke double digits for the first time in a New Hampshire poll. Uh-oh. She did it again in Iowa with another Emerson poll in December. She's peaking at the right time. Sure is. Uh-oh. Uh, Clomentum. Clomentum. Clomentum is it's a thing. It's on. But that means we're going to have to be subjected to more like terrible jokes from her. You know? Yeah. Because like, she's going to be in the race longer now. She's got support. Oof. we got to find a list of those. They are they are rough. We've done that before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe we have. <laughs> okay. Uh, she is probably one of the more moderate uh, candidates, in, if there is such a thing in the party as, as a moderate. Now, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez claims that's all there is in the Democrat Party. There's no... There's no far left candidates in the uh, in the Democrat Party. She said that the Democrat Party is a center or center conservative party. That's awesome. 
Is that one of that could be one of the dumbest things she? It might be the dumbest thing she's ever said. Yeah, and that's saying something there. That is, I mean, crazy. considering the fact she's such an ultra crepidarian, you know, someone who gives opinions on subjects they know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, she fits that for sure. We're bringing them back, y'all. She said there's currently not a left-leaning party in the United States. Oh, what? Get off the crack, AOC! In fact, she knocked the party for not being progressive enough. We don't have a left party in the United States. (laughs) The freshman congresswoman began, The Democrat Party is a center or center conservative party. Uh, that, that is just asinine. Seriously. She herself is a socialist. Bernie Sanders is a socialist. Elizabeth Warren, for all intents and purposes, a socialist. She continued, we can't even get a floor vote on Medicare for all. Not even a floor vote that gets voted down. We can't even get a vote on it. So this is not a left party. There are left members inside the Democrat Party that are working to try to make that shift Mm -hmm. happen. Tell you what, let's do. Why don't you leave the Democrat Party, try to get funding from a party that more aligns with your beliefs. Jump into the Socialist Party. And then uh, let's see what happens in November. What you say? Uh, I mean, that is astounding that you would try to make that case. That there's there's no left party in in the United States of America. I mean, the Democrats are almost all socialists now. They're sh- socialists and communists. This should be their theme song. Every time they show up at a rally. This, I mean, no, we're not left. We just adopted the Soviet Union's national anthem as our own. But we're not left. You know who you need to look at is that Republican Party. Extreme right-wing kooks in that party. It's just, it's absolutely astounding. Uh, 888-933-93. Also, hey, some more good news. Uh, that Chinese virus going around. Yeah, the coronavirus. It, yeah, it's infected 400 people now, I think. 409 have died. What? Yeah, 400. Are Yesterday it was real? 306 had died. Now it's 409 have died. Face masks sold out. And officials at airports and train stations checked passengers for fevers as uh, China sought to control this outbreak, but it showed up in Washington State. I got nine already, are dead. Anyway. Nine are dead with 471 infected. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Nine. I thought you said it was more. Than- there was nine dead. There were four. I said 400. And now it's 471. Okay. I infected. just saw a few, year, a few hours ago it was 400 that had the disease. Hmm. Now it's 471? Yeah. So anxiety's growing a little bit because it's already crossed the uh, Pacific and it's in Washington State. They say the person who has it, I think he's a middle-aged man or a man in his 30s, something like that, and he's doing okay. Uh, so it looks like he's going to make it. But still, this is really, it's, uh, it's a little bit chilling. It is multiplying quickly here. And this is from Gwyneth Paltrow, right? Is that what we discovered yesterday? <laughs> Has something to do with those candles? Man, I hope not. Oh, okay. Holy cow. Hmm. That was, uh, if you saw the movie Contagion, uh, you know how these things can spread because that was an incredible documentary that uh, Gwyneth Paltrow just happened to take part in. I loved it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because you said yesterday, you like movies with unhappy endings? Yeah, yeah. uh, Which is weird. I don't want to, okay. 
Spoiler alert mm. on a movie that's over 20 years old. Yeah. But an underrated movie with Jack Nicholson is The Pledge. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know The Pledge. You'll like it. Yeah. No, maybe not. Okay. It's good. It has an unhappy ending, I'm I'm assuming. It has an unhappy ending. Okay. Won't. And you love that. So have you ever seen The Champ? Where no. The Champ dies at the end. He dies. Yeah. And uh, Crap. Ricky Schroeder, who's his son, cries. No. And, and keeps saying over and over again, wake up, Champ. Wake up, Champ. What? Yeah, son calls him champ. Hey, did you know that Bambi's mom takes a bullet? Yeah, I heard, I've heard that. Bad I've stuff, heard that. That's bad stuff. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie in the last 70 years, uh, yeah, Bambi's mom You should is probably killed. put that on your uh, to-watch list. <laughs> <laughs> and with Disney Plus, it's right there. Yeah. You just go to the vault section. Hey, should we talk about Avengers Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> Some of those people came back. Shocking surprise. <laughs> okay. Well. That became, didn't that become the biggest uh, movie of all time, or is it still behind whatever it was, Avatar? Uh, Which it's very I'm close. going to watch now that it's on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to finally watch Are you really? Avatar. The little blue people? They, yeah, they've got four more uh, in the pipeline already. Four more. What? Yeah, after all this all time. All this time, yeah. Now you're going to start doing a bunch of sequels to Avatar? Which I didn't like the first time around. Hmm. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Ed Pat Unleashed. If you've got some things on your mind, you'd like to share them with us. Meantime, uh, let me take 60 seconds to tell you about keeps. If you want to keep your hair, this is, this is definitely the product for you. Now, hair loss has been traced to a hormone called DHT. And the FDA has approved two hair treatment products that help control DHT and prevent hair loss. It's even triggered hair regrowth in about 65% of the cases. So until now, these two products that were approved by the FDA were really expensive. Um, But not anymore because there's the generic version, which Keeps will sell you. Uh, So you don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to get a prescription from, uh, from a doctor that you have a horrible, embarrassing, uncomfortable conversation with. You can take care of this in the comfort and privacy of your own home. You just snap a few pictures of your head, send that in, and then a licensed doctor reviews your information and recommends the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped discreetly and directly to your door. And again, it's up to 90% effective in preventing hair loss. So this is a totally affordable way to get you started. We're going to get you a free online doctor consult, free and 50% off your first order with Keeps. 50% off. Go to keeps.com slash pat. Keeps.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, so we got a little sidebar action here. <laughs> sidebar, your honor. Just uh, stumbled into... The biggest movies of all time. Yeah. Uh, because Avatar. And anyway, is that is that number one or number two? Well, highest grossing um, of all time. Um, you were right. Avengers Endgame passed it. Just barely. Okay. Um, then Avatar is number two. Uh, Titanic. Uh, then Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Uh, Avengers. My gosh. Yeah. That's the biggest That's grossing the, Star Wars now? That? Yeah. Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Um, Jurassic World, The Lion King, The Avengers. Wow. Furious 7, and then top 10, rounding it out, Avengers Age of Ultron. However. Adjusted for inflation. Dun, dun, dun. Number one of all time, as you know, is Gone with the Wind. Still. Mm-hmm. 
that I don't think that'll it's, ever be passed yeah. up. And so uh, that, wow. that one's um, quite a bit higher than Avatar number two. So adjusted for inflation, Avatar beats um, Avengers. Okay, uh, that's what I figured. Yeah, yeah. Titanic, mm-hmm. uh, the first Star Wars, Avengers Endgame, The Sound of Music, number six. Wow. <laughs> E.T. I do like that movie. Mm-hmm. I have to admit it. Uh, yeah. I don't have to, but I just... You just did. I just did. You're so yeah. vulnerable in the morning. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, the Ten Commandments, <laughs> Dr. Zhivago. Dr. Zhivago, uh-huh. that is a bizarre one. And uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens, <laughs> number 10, even after adjusted for Wow. Wow, but Star Wars: A New Hope is the is the highest grossing Star Wars movie. Well, it's called Star Wars. That is the first one, right? Nineteen seventy seven. Yep. So yes, that's, that's the first one. Yeah, number four uh, after Titanic, Avatar, Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. Have you ever seen? I've Gone never with seen it start Please to finish. Watch Gone with the Wind. I've seen bits and pieces. No, I've never no, seen it start no, to finish. No, 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 no. Set time aside. Uh, I just can't get. I don't. You don't like the uh, Old South? Uh, the antebellum period? Yeah. I, the Civil War? Mm-hmm. Okay. All those are difficult for me. Uh, but I'll watch it. One day I will watch it. Just like the other one you're always uh, selling to me, Idiocracy. Idiocracy. You've yeah. got the DVD somewhere in here. Do I? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I'll Ray Dean sent that. that to you and okay. still waiting to be watched. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, at Pat Unleashed, we got some uh, leftover tweets. Uh, from Anthony, catching up on today's show, and I noticed an error. Whitney Houston isn't in the Rock Hall of Fame. She's in the Crack Rock Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, she's is, got that that's famous, not nice. No, she's got a famous quote. Where she says, crack is whack. Crack is whack. Everybody was accusing her of being on crack, and, and her response to that was, crack is whack. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, she and... Bobby Brown were doing crack on. Oh quite wait, a what? Basis. Is that a thing, really? That was a thing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just a funny line she had. No. Okay. <clears throat> also, we asked uh, Syria a question yesterday, and that was our—I uh, think that was our social media deal. Um, but uh, yeah, I think what what did you ask uh, Siri though on the air though? Was it something? Did about, I ask? Oh yeah. You asked yeah, her like you wanted yeah. to call Jeffy or something. And, something. And she along was confused. Those lines. Yes. Call Jeff Fisher. And somebody has an explanation. Jeffy's so he had, big. He had two contacts in there. He's so big he couldn't fit under one contact in my phone. So, That's He needed two spaces. So Siri had to break it apart. <laughs> you have two Jeff Fishers in your contacts. <laughs> uh, also from Pastor Sam. So when that pig flew in China, we showed. Yeah. We talked about a, a pig that they. Pushed off a bungee yeah, tower. Yeah, sad. I didn't like that. Yeah, it was really sad. Yeah. I didn't like it either. And they made the the pig bungee jump, and then immediately following, uh, drove it to the slaughterhouse. Oh god. Good eating, I'm sure. Yeah. When the pig flew in China, did all sorts of things occur that no one ever thought possible? <laughs> <laughs> it's found a silver lining there. Because when pigs fly, that's when blank will happen. I mean, I didn't notice anything. Maybe bungee jumping doesn't qualify. Uh, technicality, you know? Yeah, it didn't technically fly. So yeah. when pigs fly, still didn't hit that standard. <laughs> I mean, come on, Pastor Sam. The, the phrase isn't when pigs bungee. Right. All right? That's right. So that's why you didn't notice all kinds of things happening that shouldn't have happened. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We were just talking about, you know, the Democrats and their party and how extreme it is. And... 
their effect on this country. Get this. 47% of young Democrats, so these millennials that are growing up with this leftist ideology in their heads, 47% of them prefer other countries over America. In the story from Breitbart, they include a uh, photo of some little demonstration that was being readied, and a guy is uh, making a sign. young guy looks like he's in his early 20s. And what he's writing on his sign is, America was never great. Oh. Which, of course, he got from, uh, well, probably his teachers, professors, maybe his parents. Didn't... And uh, the Governor Cuomo, Cuomo yeah. in New York uh-huh. said the same thing. Right. America was never that great. Oh. Slightly more than a third of Americans say that other countries are better than the United States. Amer- a third of Americans? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but nearly half, 47% say that there are other countries that... Among Democrats. Okay, so it's a third if you're just talking about all all Americans. It's 47% if you're talking about young Democrats. Oh, no. Uh, we got to get into the rest of this. this. There's some pretty amazing statistics in this study. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. You know, some people, though, call me the space cowboy. Uh, some call me the gangster of love. Is that right? Yeah. Some people call me Maurice. But, uh, you know, I, I speak with the pompadus of love. And so it doesn't really matter. People keep talking about me. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Did they say that, that I'm doing them wrong? You're doing them wrong? Yeah, doing them wrong. But don't worry. Don't worry. Don't. Baby. Worry, no, baby. Honey. So I'm right here, as she just said. I'm right I'm right here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Where you belong. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, we were talking about Tyreek Hill and the weird thing he did yesterday with the uh, dog peeing move as he was being introduced. And uh, one of our listeners cast a little bit of light on that by saying, yeah, he was trying to mark his territory. Because what a weird, what a weird thing to do. When you're being introduced at the AFC championship game and you crawl on all fours, lift your leg like you're peeing on a hydrant or something is marking his territory. Which All right. Okay, whatever. Stupid. It's still stupid. Yeah. Fat Lump of Goo tweets, I would have been more impressed with Tyreek if he had done the dog dragging its butt across the carpet move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> That's the uh, worst thing. That is the worst mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. ever. I hate it when our dog does that. Uh, there's some there's some serious timeout when the dog does that. That's, that's not good. From Just Too Muck and Fudge, uh, can you catch a contagion from Gwyneth Paltrow's candle? That's what I'm saying, yes. <laughs> yes. From the Steve 42 CDC warning, to protect yourself from the coronavirus, Stick to Budweiser. Ah, Corona, Hey-o, get it? Hey, oh. look at that. <laughs> Whenever yeah. a Corona gets its lime, another person dies. Wait. <laughs> no. Is that not how it works? Ah, something along those lines. Do we know why they call it the Corona virus? Do we have any idea? I, I certainly don't. Maybe somebody does. <sighs> Kristen tweets, Pat will watch Gone with the Wind when Jeffy gets Disney+. Plus. Mm. That might be. Yeah, might be around that time. Uh, Chicken Picker tweets, so ozone depletion caused a third of global warming. The meat and dairy industry caused a third. Can we please figure out the last third? (laughs) You're right. 
I can almost guarantee it's something tied to humans, like the first uh, two out of three. And by the way, uh, the coronavirus gets its name from the crown-like spikes on its surface. <coughs> the crown-like uh, spikes. According to the CDC, because corona is Latin for crown. Uh, okay. okay. There you go. There you go. All right. <clears throat> I didn't have to wonder about that very long. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Keith. You're welcome. Thank you for finding that. Sure deal. I, di- I didn't... Uh, I can rest easy. Down. Yeah, I didn't uh, parandinate. You know, I didn't put it off until the day after tomorrow. Bringing back these words, y'all. All 20 of them in this show. Uh, Occam's electric razor. AOC saying there's no left-wing party shows her perspective. To her, there is no left party because what we consider left is nowhere near left enough for her. That's for sure. She's extreme on an entirely different level. Yeah, Not a peg puff. Mm-mm. And from, from Jeffy's 18 Spoons, AOC saying the Democrat Party is center <laughs> or center conservative. Comes from the fact that she's so far left. She's almost falling off the ledge. <laughs> yeah, we're going to show you that again because we actually, we just talked about it the first time. We, we have the video now of her making this statement. Check this out. You know, in what you said earlier, too, I wanted to go back um, to what you said about our left party. We don't have a left party mm. in the United States. Mm. The Democratic Party is not a left party. Mm. Um, <laughs> the Democratic mm. Party is a center or center conservative party. Mm. We do not advocate for, we do not, we can't even get Uh, a floor vote on Medicare for all. mm -hmm. Not even a floor vote that gets voted down. Mm -hmm. We can't even get a vote on it. Mm -hmm. So this is not a left party. Mm -hmm. There are left Mm -hmm. members Uh, inside mm -hmm. the Democratic Party Mm -hmm. that are working to try to make that shift happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're right, it does Uh convey yeah. A certain uh, sentiment Should about true quoi. believers. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there are a lot mm-hmm. of true believers in that we can capitalism our way out of poverty mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. in the Democratic Party. If anything, uh, that's probably the majority. Right. Uh, um, and that's an area so. in which anymore. I agree mm-hmm. with Dr. King. Yeah. Yeah. That, that assessment is flawed. Mm-hmm. Is it? Um, is it? Even though it has brought people out of poverty? Even though it's brought 4 billion people out of poverty? Already, you don't have to guess about this. That's the thing. We're not guessing when we say capitalism will save people's lives. Capitalism has already saved people's lives. Billions of people. It's not even contested. You can't even dispute that. It's absolute hardcore fact. It's nobody's opinion. It's already happened. It is the greatest economic system developed by man. That's unbelievable that she would... Ah, capitalism, there are people that we can capitalism our way out of poverty. Well, yeah. We've already done that, stupid. Wow, is she... Oh, that's just... Uh, uh, she gets dumber every time you listen to her. Yeah. She makes us dumber for having listened to her. Which oh. is, you know, but it's typical of the young Democrats that we were talking about right before the update because uh, 36% of young Americans, 18 to 29, say other countries are better than the U.S. It's 47% when you're talking about young Democrats. Just 20% of Democrats age 50 and over agree with that assessment. Terrifying. It is. Democrats have become more likely to say there are 
other countries that are better than the U.S., according to this Pew Research. In telephone surveys, the share of Democrats saying this is higher than at any point uh, since the question was first asked in 2011, and there's been a corresponding decline in the share saying the U.S. stands above other nations. Well, they're taught this in school. They're taught this by Democrat leaders. They're taught this by the people they look up to, like uh, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Study also noted that young Americans are more likely to say it would be acceptable if another country became as militarily powerful as the U.S. Good night. <clears throat> Among young Republicans and Republican-leaning independents, uh, the numbers are quite a bit lower. 19% of adults under 30 agree. 19 to 47%. I'm telling you, the Democrat Party is, is just anti-American. Mm-hmm. It's just anti-American. The only reason that any of the leaders right now are talking about the Constitution and their love for the founders is because uh, impeachment is in the Constitution. Now, when now before impeachment, what what were they saying about the U.S. Constitution? We mentioned this the other day, and I, I couldn't find the clip from Nancy Pelosi, but she this was during the health care debate, and she was asked about the constitutionality of the mandate. Madam Speaker, where, where specifically does the, uh, the Constitution grant Congress the authority to enact an individual health insurance mandate? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so that's always been her attitude. Are you serious? You even ask me about the stupid Constitution, a dusty old document that those hateful racist whiteies came up with? I mean, that's her actual opinion of, are you serious that we would even consider what's constitutional? Shut up. Yeah, yeah, people like her should be off sitting in front of a storefront somewhere, you know, twaddling. Instead, they're just a part of the uh, cacistocracy, and they cause me to oot care at night when I'm just lying there and can't sleep. Please tell me we're almost to the end of these. Are we close? Are we almost there? <laughs> is it is it getting close? Uh, Please, me, I'll, I'll do a count. And get back me. to you on that. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's gotta end is it hurting? soon. Is it, it hurts. hurting over there? Yeah, it, it, oh, no. it hurts for I'm, sure. I'm hurting, Pat, y'all. <laughs> I'm just trying to enlighten him with 20 words we need to bring know, back from the uh, that's great olden times. Yeah, there's a reason that these olden times words were spoken in olden times because uh, okay, because now it's not olden times. Then so. I'm gonna sit on our new word today, <laughs> clomentum. How about that one? I'm not excited about that one either. Amy Klobuchar in double digits in Iowa and New Hampshire, y'all. That's exciting. Isn't that exciting? Uh, (laughs) 888-900-3393. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, What a world. I mean, every day it's something. You know what else is great is that uh, Greta Thunberg is also, she came here, she was everywhere. She's at every conference. She's at every summit. She's at... Every single place where world leaders gather, and she is there to lecture at the UN, at, in Davos. She's in Davos, or was, and lectured them. <laughs> she went to the world leaders in Davos and lectured them on global warming and the uh, apocalypse that is coming because of it. Ah. Uh, she said, here's what she lectured these uh, world leaders on. The facts are clear, but they are t- still too uncomfortable for you to address. You just leave it because you think it's too depressing and people will give up, but people will not give up. You're the ones who are giving up. 
okay, do we really need this 17-year-old girl lecturing us at every single major event where people are gathering to figure out the world's problems? She's 17. Would someone, anyone, please grow some giblets and tell her, no, you're not coming to our summit, forum, conference, whatever. (laughs) You're not coming here to lecture us. Go home, Greta. Go back to school, Greta. Does this girl attend class Uh, ever? No. No. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's time to just tell her to stay home. You're not welcome here. Sorry. No. We're not going to have you come here and tell us how evil we are because we haven't spent $100 trillion on a non-existent problem. (laughs) And even our home country of Sweden... Um, recently uh, voted that um, the biggest waste of their tax dollars in their country is all the efforts they have put toward fighting climate change. Even in in their own country. Which is kind of a surprise because they're usually pretty liberal and pretty accepting of all of these progressive ideas, like climate change. But even they are fed up with it. Mm-hmm. Ah, Greta, go home. Yeah, they said that artwork for uh, worms and uh, of worms and fungi or something like that was was a better uh, use of tax dollars than what they've done <laughs> to fight climate <laughs> change over there. That is amazing. Sweet. Come on, that that's amazing. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't. How long do we have to put up with her lecturing us, like she's the foremost authority on everything? Does anybody really believe that she's an authority on this? She's spewing talking points by extremists who have taught her that this is the case. And we had the guy the other day. uh, Do I have him? The uh, global warming activist, uh, Schellenberger, Michael Schellenberger, who said, look, stop exaggerating this thing. Nobody is saying, no, no credible person has said or is saying that there's catastrophe 10 to 12 years out. That's not a thing. Stop saying it. And they won't. They just keep repeating the lie. Okay, but I might get on board with them if Ah. Elizabeth Warren becomes president. Then I think we're there. The end of the world. Oh, well, (laughs) yes, but for different reasons. Yes. Here's what Schellenberg has said. I'm an energy analyst and environmentalist dedicated to the goals of universal prosperity, peace, and environmental protection. Between 2003 and 2009, I advocated for large federal investments in renewables, many of which were made as part of the 2009 stimulus. Sure. And since 2013, I've worked with climate scientists for the continued operation of nuclear plants around the world and have helped. Which is also something really unusual for these global warmists. As effective as nuclear is, they're almost always opposed to it. Yep. This guy is fighting hard for it because it's clean, it's renewable, you can do it, it lasts forever. Uh, And um, it's safe. It's safe. And I think he realized that because initially he was opposed to it. And Mm -hmm. then he changed his mind. Prevent emissions from increasing the equivalent of adding 23 million cars to the road. I also care about getting the facts and the science right. I believe scientists, journalists, and advocates have an obligation to represent climate science accurately, even Mm. if doing so reduces the saliency of our issue. What? No credible scientific body has claimed climate change threatens the collapse of civilization, much less the extinction of the human species. And yet some activists, scientists, and journalists have made such apocalyptic assertions, which I believe contribute to rising levels of anxiety, including among adolescents Uh and worsening political polarization. Oh, thank you, Michael. 
thank you. By all that is holy. Intellectual honesty. Yeah, that's amazing. It's a dying thing. It's so refreshing that you just want to, I mean, you fall in love with him just listening to him like that. And he's still a global warming believer. He still believes that man is causing all this and that it's a really bad thing that we have to get a grip on. But at least he's trying to tell some of the truth that it's not catastrophic. It just isn't. So stop it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We welcome to the program Car Shield, which is awesome. We're proud to have them. Cars today are like computers on wheels, uh, from electronically controlled transmissions to touchscreen displays, dozens of sensors and cameras, and all kinds of things. All of this tech is expensive to fix if and and when it breaks, because inevitably. It is going to break down. Well, CarShield has affordable protection plans that can save you thousands of dollars for a covered repair, including your computers and your GPS, electronics, and more. You get to choose your favorite mechanic or your dealership to do the work, and CarShield takes care of the rest. It's so awesome. Their coverage gets you back on track in no time with your vehicle. They offer complimentary 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while your car is being fixed. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah, really helpful. This is awesome. CarShield has helped over a million customers. So whether you have 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles on your vehicle, it's inevitable. Something's going to break down. And, you know, you might have car insurance that covers the outside of your car, you know, fender benders and crumpled hoods and that kind of thing. But this protects the things that go wrong mechanically with your car. Don't wait until your check engine light comes on. Get covered by CarShield today. Call 800-CAR-6000. 800-CAR-6000. Mention the offer code PAT or visit carshield.com and use the code PAT to save 10%. That's carshield.com, code PAT, for 10% off. A deductible may apply. Pat Gray Unleashed. And so are your tweets at Pat Unleashed. Uh, Jerry Mandering tweets, wait, flag on the field. With regard to pigs flying, I'm betting Jeffy has been on a plane. So, oh, oh my. Whoa. No, honey, no. What? Too too soon after the gallbladder situation. It's so fun to too see soon. your personal no. window <laughs> on yes. when it's okay to laugh at Jeffy jokes again mm-hmm. after a health scare. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so we're still in a that A little window. sensitive. Yeah, too soon. It's too soon. So too soon. we'll see you here. <laughs> same bad time, same bad channel uh, like tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, from <laughs> B to Bodine, thank goodness we have Pat and Keith to teach us new words and expand our minds. Oh, yeah. Since we also have to listen to empty-headed Democrats that That's are- right. Causing a shrinking of the mind. Do you mind if I uh, if I gruffle over here in my uh, awesome moron trivia hooded sweatshirt? Cool. I'm gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna wrap mm-hmm. up in it and lie down comfortably. All right. Gruffle. How many more do we have? I don't know. Just get them out of your system now. Just just do it now. I'm, I'm having a hard time. It. I don't know how to work in uh, Caligpian. Talk about some. You just did. You just did. So wonderfully shaped Crumple it buttocks. up. Throw it away. Hold okay. On. I got a couple more here. Hang on. Uh, now this uh-huh. is a good one. The irresistible urge to do something inadvisable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to mix that in today. Uh, Kakothis. 
All right. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Gotta save that one. Be using that one. And then uh, shiviness. Mm. You know, you probably mm-hmm. don't have uh, shiviness going on if you've got uh, a previous word I threw across the room and can't remember. Uh, from Fat Lump of Goo. Watching Keith use these words to drive Pat up the wall is hilarious. See, they like it. Yeah, they, they like watching you. Uh, that's get one upset word over for there. it. I've got some other words. Oh, well, let's hear them. Mister, I am Peach Mint. Uh, how did how did Saint Greta get to Davos? That's a good question. <laughs> did she fly the magic carbon neutral unicorn? <laughs> no, yeah. I think she walked. I think she walked. She walked. Yeah, because she took mm-hmm. the boat to mm-hmm. Spain, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then I don't know how she got home or to Davos. Because now she's in Switzerland. Need to find these things out. Amy, what's-her-face tweets, uh, trust me, if you have Twitter, you've already seen Idiocracy. <laughs> From flippant and angry, soon bringing a copy of the Constitution in the presence of a Democrat will cause a reaction similar to a vampire and a cross. Yeah, we're almost, we're pretty much there. Yeah. As far as I can tell. <laughs> Uh, and on this global warming front, do you, d- does anybody remember when the Democrats were all saying there wasn't going to be snow anymore? It just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> uh, we need a climate change strategy. And yeah. we need a climate change strategy now, badly. Badly, yeah, now. Look at the kind of winter we've had. Mm. Okay. Look at the kind of winter we've had here in, Wa- in Washington. What kind? What have you had? One snow. Oh, wow. Three inches? Mm-hmm. Look at the drought the that drought. has come upon yeah. this area of the country. Yeah, Robert yeah. Byrd likes white stuff. During the winter season. What point. can we expect for the spring and summer season? Uh, What's going to happen to our crops? They're going to, burn up. They're going to burst into flame. Our economy. This is serious. Serious. It I is. lived a long time. Uh-huh. You did. You 84 did. years. Yeah. Something's going on out there. Out there. In radio I don't need a scientist to tell me that. Right. Okay. The difference in the winters. The, the difference. Yeah. Differences in the summers. Remember all this? In the temperatures. Yeah. In the water level. Right. Water level. There's something happening. Something's and happening. And we had better Wake be aware up. of it. Yeah. We had better do something right about now. it. About it. He also remarked that the most optimistic climate models for the second half of this century yeah. suggest that 30 to 70% of the snowpack will disappear. Gone, it's just gone. Now, no wonder we have people visiting our offices who are just already hurting. No wonder. From the recreation industry in this nation. Right. They see what's happening. They see the handwriting on the wall. You know what's going we on. We have to act. I heard it from uh, the head of our Snowmobile Association who <laughs> testified <laughs> at a forum that I had uh, with our governor on uh-huh. climate change yeah. uh, in January because they've seen decreasing snow levels. I oh, hear about man. it from ice fishermen because mm. they have seen that it takes longer There's for the no ice, ice to freeze and they can't put their fish house out. Oh, wow. Looking at the United States of America, the IPCC uh-huh. clearly warned yeah, that unchecked no global warming will lead to reduced snowpack in the western mountains, oh critically reducing God. access to water, which is our lifeblood. Yeah. The Sierra Nevada snowpack uh-huh. is the largest source largest. of water. The snowpack equals mm-hmm. about half the storage capacity and it's all of gone. all of California's man-made it. reservoirs. It's gone now. By the end of the century, mm-hmm. the shrinking of the snowpack will eliminate the water source for 16 million people. The potential consequences will be devastating mm. for our families in the future. Yeah, and 
we were going to have to we were going to have to tell our our kids uh what snow was all about well uh, unless you just tell them look out the window kids uh because most of the country is covered in snow now uh or will be by the end of the week snowfall up in newfoundland has hit an all-time record of 30 inches in a day 30 <laughs> inches is that a lot uh, it seems like a lot to uh-huh. me yeah that's almost three feet two and a half feet uh, st john's east received a total snowfall of 32 inches little to the south uh, they received 36.6 total inches it's snowing like this all across the east uh or will be very soon um you know what there are winters that are going to have less snowfall and then you're going to have a lot more and then this is just cyclical yeah look at this it look, what's this time lapse warming. of this car getting buried in newfoundland by the snow <laughs> time lapse over a 24 hour period yeah and look at that bye bye wow. car wait that was in that was in one day that was 24 hours yeah uh, look at that it completely yeah. covered the car yeah that was what is that 4 feet that's four feet, yeah, about a car height. Jeez. Yeah. And I'm looking at the U.S. snow depth map right now. Everywhere but the southeast has plenty of snow, each state. Amazing. Each state has snow right now, except for the southeastern states. Just amazing. That's called winter. 888 <laughs> Pat Gray. Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. unleashed on Twitter. Tyler Morgan tweets: Keith has already demonstrated Kekhoths by using these antiquated words against you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the definition of that again? It's the, the irresistible you know. urge to do something inadvisable. Ah, oh, that was me. Yeah, it's you. That's me every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kara thirty twenty two. As a proud West Virginia girl, I apologize to the rest of the nation for my state continuously <laughs> sending Robert Byrd to Washington. <laughs> yeah. Well, a little late. I mean, you know. He's been gone for a while now, so at least we, we don't have him there anymore. <sighs> and from USSA News, fast forward 10 years. Greta Thunberg is homeless because she missed so much school, and the weather is beautiful. <laughs> don't confuse weather for climate. Oh, my bad. The climate is the weather over the course of, of course. years, decades, centuries. So forth. Now, they can confuse it. With uh, mm-hmm. they can confuse climate with weather all the time and do because every heat wave is global warming, every natural uh, disaster is global warming, including Australia, of course. Global warming, <laughs> uh, Bjorn Lomberg tweets Australian wildfires are tragic but exploited in the climate debate as unprecedented and near proof of climate emergency. Yeah, a little bit disproven here because uh, here's a chart mm-hmm. that shows the Australia burnt areas from 1997 to 2020. <clears throat> okay, so uh, there's your chart, <laughs> and you see that uh, the burnt area now, this season, is way below what it was. We're just assuming <clears throat> because, you know, metric stuff, that uh, hectares, I mean, whatever. But you see the burnt area. Look look at that. Look at that. Look where it was in 2012. It was about four times as much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, easily. I mean, it, 
they're making such a big deal out of this, and, and it is tragic. Yeah. But it is not unprecedented. And in fact, it's about one-fourth of what it has been several times in the past. Plus, it was started by arson. Thank you. Like 86% of the fires, they said, have been caused by arsonists. <laughs> so, and they, But they just won't stop. And they, they know that. They know what the deal is. They don't, they just don't care. And so they keep harping on the same lie. See, the, the Australia's completely on fire. That's global warming. It's the drought. Ah, shut up. <laughs> I mean, it happens all the, just like California fires happen every year. Sometimes they're bigger, sometimes they're smaller, but it happens every year. Same thing in Australia. Happens every year. Probably for the same reasons. I'll, I'll bet they they have the same progressive management of uh, of their right. trees and bushes and their their shrubbery as California does. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, as we just demonstrated. I got to play this uh, little clip. This happened. Let's see. This is from what? Uh, what how, how long ago was this? Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'm not sure. You sent that to me yesterday. I I uh, I don't know. I'll have to check and see. But uh, since you sent it to me, <clears throat> I figured that he had done some interview, and they said hold it until his season is over. And so um, hmm. I'm trying to find your email from the Aaron Rodgers. Let me just see here. I'm clicking on the tweet you sent me here. But up do they posted this? Yeah, they posted this yesterday, yesterday morning. So I, I don't I don't know when so he we actually gave the interview, but they yeah. posted it yesterday. The caring atheist, <laughs> the caring atheist. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, <clears throat> we've talked about Aaron Rodgers and how unlikable he is. <laughs> oh, here we go. At least to me, and uh, I I mean I love him as quarterback of my favorite team, the Green Bay Packers. But really, I think because because of Aaron Rodgers. It has diminished my love of the Green Bay Packers ever so slightly. But here's what he uh, just had to say about Christianity. I don't know how you can believe in a God who wants to condemn most of the planet, you know, Mm. to a fiery hell. Like what type of loving, sensitive, omnipresent, omnipotent being wants to condemn most of his beautiful creation to a fiery hell at the end of all this. At the end. Okay, so he's talking about people going to hell uh, because of their actions, I guess. See, the thing is, uh, God didn't condemn them to that. They did that to themselves, uh, if that's where they're going. But... um, that's such a simplistic view of God. Like, why do bad things happen? If if God was God, everything good would happen. There's got to be opposites, or you don't. There's opposites in all things. And I would uh, recommend uh, the book Why Suffering uh, by Ravi Zacharias, if anyone is interested. Um, but that that's a very helpful book. Yeah, I mean, bad things have to happen, and we have our agency. We We choose to do things, and sometimes that leads to something bad happening. I mean, it's not like God is a puppeteer and he's controlling every every single... That wouldn't We wouldn't have our agency then. We wouldn't be making our own choices then. Uh, but this simplistic view from 
people that claim to be Christians and then say things like that. Just it's it's amazing to me. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And and to best illustrate uh, where we are in the year twenty twenty, you've got um, Aaron Rodgers saying that about Christianity. Um, well, simultaneously, you have um, Kanye West um, bringing people to Christ um, as he continues to tour the country and talk about Jesus, because this is uh, where we're at now. Um, what a world. Uh, yeah, isn't is, that something? He is on fire, man. He really is. Yes. And it does seem to be, it seems like, to me, it seems real. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sincere. Continuing his quest to share the gospel across the land, Kanye performed a Sunday service before a crowd of 12,000 students in which he preached how Jesus saved him from the clutches of Satan. I believe Jesus died for my sins. There was a time when the devil had me. Uh, Do you know the good news? Jesus can save a wretch like me. I stretch my hands to you, Father. I stretch. When I don't know what to do, I can still stretch my hands, he said. I mean, that's good stuff. uh, That is great. And 12,000 kids showed up because, you know, this is a guy who has had a serious impact on our culture. And... And now he's using that impact uh, to spread Christianity. It's really kind of impressive. After over 200 students dedicated their lives to Christ, uh, Adam Tyson said a blessing over them. West closed out the service with a rendition of his 2005 smash hit, Jesus Walks. So he was singing Jesus songs in 2005? I guess. Huh, I, mean, I didn't know that. I Let me check my uh, Kanye West library here. <laughs> yeah. Musical. Yeah, mine's um, pretty extensive. Well, I, it would take shoot. me too long to I find it. I just can't seem to locate my Kanye tracks. Oh, there's Poopity Scoop. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, isn't this amazing? And I thought it, it was really amazing. interesting that the um, writer of the story <laughs> pointed out that he was on stage. He wasn't in flashy clothes or anything. He dressed just like the choir. <laughs> it's really something. That is cool. Really mm-hmm. something. And he has said he's not going back to his old music, right? Uh, as far I heard that he has claimed he's going to do this from now on. Could we do a hidden track about poop in the future, though? Because, I mean, that <laughs> I was know, a winner. Maybe. That was a winner. Oh, yeah, it was I powerful. mean, we've jammed to that many times. Many times. Um, we're not playing it? Uh, I wasn't planning to because it was sort of. Because, I mean, I was kind of like, it's kind of like a, a, a back-end request there. Poopy do scoop. All right, there you go. Oh, wait, I didn't have time to do the shaker. Whoopie dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. For a little taste you feel there. fulfilled now? Are you satisfied? Yeah, I mean, it was good right. stuff. <clears throat> Kanye West singing about, well, poop. And, uh, and the scoop. It, well, so it's really, yeah. I mean, it could be. It's a, it's a complicated it's, song. It's he's the got San a lot Francisco of things song. he's trying to come. Yeah. It's San Francisco's it's a San Francisco song. song. <laughs> it's playing on repeat at the Chamber of Commerce <laughs> when you stop in. San Francisco. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh this scandal in baseball has gotten really bad. Oof. It's cost the jobs of what four now? I think the manager of the Astros, the GM of the Astros, uh-huh. manager of the Red Sox, and Carlos Beltran, who had just gotten the job with the Mets as their manager. He hadn't even managed a game yet. Not even in the preseason. And he got fired because he was part of the scandal. Um, so this cheating thing has really taken off. And uh, now there's a new Houston Astros t-shirt. Oh, yeah. You could buy this cool t-shirt. Uh, the Houston Asterisks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Yes! <laughs> yes! That's pretty clever. So it's I the, mean, I'm uh, a big Astros fan. Astros but that, logo with an asterisk behind that, it. That's pretty <laughs> That's pretty clever. Yeah, that is to, awesome. <laughs> is it so is it uh is it normally the the Texas star? Uh you know, the state of Texas? Astros logo behind I, it or I what? think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, so is. normally it's the star, but now it's an asterisk. <laughs> the Houston asterisks. You know, it's it's kind of surprising they haven't had their World Series title stripped from them. I hope well, that doesn't happen. Well, the city of Los Angeles but... has voted to uh, petition Major, Major League Baseball give us the yeah, Dodgers. they want the World Series title mm-hmm. from the last what from two from two years and, and uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Uh. Wow. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> nope. But at, uh, at least not so far. They're they're not doing that. But mm-hmm. there was a resolution co-sponsored by City Councilman. Gil Cedillo and Paul Coretz originated after Commissioner Rob Manfred released a nine-page report uh, detailing how the Astros used technology in violation of baseball rules to steal opposing teams' pitching signs. Now, it, it is serious because that does – it takes the guesswork mm-hmm. out of the game. So if you know a fastball is coming, then you you know you've you got to swing pretty early. If you know a changeup is coming, you know you hold back, and, right? And, yeah, and for those you who still have to hit it, but aren't familiar with this uh, whole um, scandal, stealing signs has been going on in baseball forever. Okay, but yeah. using technology and placing cameras in your ballpark so that you can figure out and steal signs, and then not good, possibly wearing buzzers mm-hmm. and getting the 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 pitch that's coming your way mm-hmm. they they they're suspecting they were taped to their chest a buzzer and so it'd be like probably one for fastball two for curveball something like that in a major league baseball hitter like you and I might go to a batting cage and go here comes the curveball I'm, I'm still not gonna not hit gonna it. hit it yeah these guys are athletes they know if it's coming it's like a home run derby time you know yep and uh, and they were banging on cans you know and and you could hear the sound of it, what was coming next. And here's the weird it's a thing. a big deal. They actually, the Astros actually had a better record on the road. I saw that too. I than went, they did at home. I went back to the 2017 standings and I thought I was going to see something really no. wild and disparity. It was the opposite. It's the other way around. <laughs> so you can make a case. The signs were not, not weren't just not helping. Uh-huh. They were hurting them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say though that. Because uh, you're not. You're not able to use that technology on the road. You can't tap into the other. I, I assume they weren't yeah. tapping into anybody else's cameras. And they hit better on the road than they did at home. So stop doing it. Weird, man. It is weird. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It didn't help. It, it is tainted everything. It's tainted baseball again. And we're just, you know, the steroid thing was just dying down. <laughs> and now we've got this. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I really hate it. It's just despicable that they did this. So, yeah, Los Angeles, the city wants the titles now. Because they lost to the Astros in 2017 in the World Series. Then they lost to the Red Sox yeah, the get- next year. And the Red Sox were cheating, too. <laughs> I mean, they, they have a case. Yeah, and the Astros, they were punished. I think they lost their first and second round picks. They were fined how much? Yeah, uh, they lost the you? first and second round picks this year in, and in next year. year. And five million dollars. What it was? And they fired the GM and the manager. I mean, it was pretty stiff. The only thing they haven't done is vacate their World Series yeah. title. Yeah. Can we? Um, wow. Can we put up the uh, the "It's a Wonderful Life" wonderful uh, tweet oh. from Just Two Muck and Fudge? Oh, Do we have so that? Uh, this is maybe the greatest tweet of all time. Look, Daddy. Alex Cora says, 
Every time a bell rings, a pitcher throws a slider. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> that is just absolutely brilliant. <laughs> that's right. No, 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 that's right. There you go. That's right, Zuzo. <laughs> Every the- time a bell rings, a pitcher throws a slider. I love it. Stay up tonight and watch the Astros. I love that. <laughs> Kelly. Okay. You want to see the Attaboy Correa? Attaboy. So good. So that inspired, yeah, this video. We also have a kid stealing his coach's side. No, say it ain't so. I mean, even in Little League. Oh, he knew it was coming and he crushed it, right? Yeah. Yeah, the coach ain't happy. Coach is pissed. Well, here's a buzzer. He, hear, he heard the buzzer, and he beamed the kid. I can hear the buzzing. You're trying to freaking steal my signs, you little turd. No, it's my cell phone. What? I had it on vibrate. My mom texted me and said I have a spelling test tomorrow. Sorry, but tell your mom that we can worry about spelling or how to spell after practice. Tell your mom not to steal my freaking signs. <laughs> Alright, let's see that one more time. Now that you know what's coming, watch okay, this again. Here we go. This is really right, here funny. Boom! That's it. <laughs> and he beans him in the head. Which obviously he didn't really I can do. hear the buzzing. You're trying to freaking steal my signs, you little turd. No, it's my cell phone. What? I had it on vibrate. What? My mom texted me tomorrow <laughs> so <cr> sorry <laughs> sorry but tell your mom that we can worry about spelling or how to spell after practice tell your mom not to steal my freaking son <laughs> really funny and this is why twitter was invented awesome for videos like that we I mean, will send this awesome. out uh, look for it uh, on twitter i pat on tell me that's not brilliant <laughs> uh, <laughs> and a little technology use because you know well, at least i hope he didn't really i don't know i think he hit him <laughs> And I was watching. I was watching him hold the ball, see if he was just kind of squishing a little bit. Maybe it was a softer ball, or whatever. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. They pulled that off nicely. Yes. It looked like the real thing going on there. Yes, it did. <laughs> Ow! And the, if the kid's gonna gonna cheat, then he yeah. got what was coming to him. Get your comeuppance. Right? Who's yeah. with me? Mm-hmm. I don't care. You could be forty or you could be four. Uh, don't be stealing the signs. <laughs> yeah, and I don't really care about your spelling test either. No. Nice try. No. I mean, that's what spell check was invented for, okay? Thank you! Okay? Don't bother me with your spelling test. I mean, we are a first world country. We we don't need to learn how to spell. Computers do that for us now. So funny. 888 No! What? Yeah, there's another caravan on its no! way. No! Yeah. No! Yeah, just so you know, uh, it's coming. We uh, no! I think we should all go down to the border and welcome them with open arms. Uh, as many as 3,000 testing Mexico's pledge to President Trump to halt uh, all of these caravans before they get here. Um, this is the first time since Mexico began their full-scale crackdown uh, that thousands of caravan members have attempted to crash Mexican security forces at the southern border. And they're doing a good job down there. Yeah, they uh, are. You know, Trump won yeah. that. I mean, Big he, time. he had Mexico um, enforce their, their own border. Yeah, so good. Um, migrants later later on uh, 
uh, in the day on Monday could be seen throwing objects at the Mexican National Guard troops who were repelling them. Mexico defended their actions yesterday, saying that it's receiving thousands of immigrants from Central America with uh, respect for human rights, and they're offering jobs and refuge. The But forces have been deployed to Mexico's southern border, and nobody was able, to, as far as I can remember, I don't think there's been any American president that's been able to convince Mexico to secure their border uh, up until Donald Trump has. Foreign Minister Marcelo Ebrard uh, said that about a thousand migrants who entered the country by force on Monday had clashed with security forces who he praised for avoiding a tragedy. He said at a news conference yesterday that of the 2,400 who arrived over the weekend, about a thousand have been asked to be voluntarily returned, mostly to Honduras. Mexico has faced <clears throat> generalized tariff threats from President Trump if they didn't slow down the number of Central American migrants reaching the U.S. And so they deployed thousands of National Guard troops to uh, crack down a little bit, and it is actually working. Nobody was is talking about that because nobody wants you to know about it in the mainstream press, and certainly the Democrats don't want you to know about it, but it has been working. <sighs> Meanwhile, things continue to be really bad in Mexico. Uh, they just had... Another all-time record of homicides committed in their country. And, you know, most of it done by drug cartels. 34,582 murders last year in Mexico. 34,500. That is unbelievable. A 2.5% increase over uh, the previous year. And uh, just really out of control for a nation of 100 million people. I mean, they have more homicides than we do with one-third the population. It's, it's absolutely out of control. And I suppose that you, being hateful, mm-hmm. don't want that here? And you want our border <laughs> enforced to keep that down there? You suppose correctly, Keith. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm willing to go out, out on that limb a long way and say, yeah, I'd rather that not happen here. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should pay attention to what's going on at the border. It's not like unheard of that Mexican cartel members could cross our border with impunity. Uh, <laughs> since it happens every day, uh, it's not out of the question. So, so, so they have a big problem with uh, murders down there. Yes, um, they do. Quite so. Yes. So do you think, um, I mean, I know this would never happen, not in this country, but wouldn't that be something if, say, a... U.S. president, maybe a former U.S. president, were to send guns down there mm, just mm-hmm. to give them these weapons yeah. to bat and specifically give them to these murderers. Huh. I mean, I don't know. I can't quite noodle it out, but I'm sure that that hmm. would never happen. <laughs> Ever. No, except it, it did. It's strange that you would I mean, outline a scenario like that, thinking it didn't happen, but it already did happen. Keith. What? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, seriously, you yeah. sit here, and, and we've done this before in this program recently. Mm. Now that Obama is behind us, thank you, Lord. You sit here and you think of all of the stuff. It was scandal-free. Oh, my goodness. Scandal-free. Administration. All stuff. Nothing. He was held accountable for nothing. And these pure. were serious, inexplicable actions. It was pure. And scandal-free. Okay, well. Not like this, President. 
Yeah, why don't you stick the IRS on Tea Party groups? I think at some point you've committed enough murders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would okay. be nice if you would have yeah. be sure, that. Be sure to leave our uh, men to die in a uh, foreign country, an oh, embassy man. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did the guy, and did he do anything he promised to do? He was supposedly going to end the wars in the Middle East, too. Instead, he started a new one and uh, let the old ones continue. <laughs> just, he, just, he was so bad. He was so bad. Uh, there are so many impeachable things that, that could have been brought up, but like, like we started mm-hmm. the show today, the mm-hmm. Republicans have none and They're have terrible. never had a spine. And uh, has see, anything proved it more than what's going on right now? I was just about to say to with see, the Senate trial to, to see this president impeached. Yeah, and then just In, stop for five minutes and think of all the stuff Obama not even a not even a blip on the radar because the Republicans had no spine. And the Republicans are in the driver's seat. They don't need to cave in to the Democrats. They don't have to, and yet they're doing it anyway. Even before a whole lot of pressure has even been applied. I mean, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I'm sure there's tons of pressure being applied. But as far as the the American people yelling and screaming, hey, you need to do concessions to the Democrats, I don't hear any of that. Well, and, and this morning, our own uh, Chad Prather tweeted out, if the Senate is in the hands of the Democrats right now, Trump's gone. And he's absolutely, oh, absolutely. right. Absolutely. And so absolutely. then I thought, wait a minute. He, if he wins re-election, mm-hmm. which I think he will at this point, uh, they're going to do this again. And oh, was, yeah, and, they're and, not going to stop. And then I thought, okay, wait, let's look at the Senate. Um, the Republicans have 23 seats that they have to defend. The Democrats only have wow. 12. This is going to happen again. They're going to pick something to call a scandal. Wow. He is going to probably be removed from office if we reelect him, if, if the Senate does not hold for the Republicans, which at this point the numbers say it's not going to be held. If they don't exercise some spine and show some giblets, they they will be beaten. And the Democrats will take control of the Senate and keep control of the House. They better wake up. What is it, 5347 right now, Dems? Yeah.